Uh oh, is Will Smith's genie ruining Robin Williams' legacy? Oh jeez. <laughs> uh oh, is Rob? Wait. Uh oh, is Will Smith's genie ruining Robin Williams' legacy? Join me for the first episode of No Sinners Allowed. Actually, first sinful episode of No Sinners Allowed. <laughs> <laughs> guys welcome to my very first episode of my no sin is allowed podcast now um let me quickly tell you guys why i chose the name actually let me introduce myself first this is gonna be a lot of first anyway uh so my name is isaac mccallum i am 21 years old and i do youtube when i should be doing my schoolwork <laughs> um i just generally love editing i love being able to have this thought in my mind to be able to actually visually express it and show it like i watched countless youtubers i admire a lot of them and just to see their editing and i'm like oh i could do that or oh maybe i could tweak this a bit so that's how i got into this whole youtube thing a lot of people said oh you have the personality for it but you know sometimes you're just kind of looking at yourself differently than other people see you so i'm just like oh i could never do it um i would be too shy and they're like are you kidding me so it's kind of taken me a bit to like really step back and be like, you know, I actually do have the personality for it without sounding arrogant. Because that's that's the worst thing I would want to do is to come across as arrogant. Like people are like, oh, you're so funny. And I'm like, oh, really? But like, I'm actually so funny. <laughs> See what I mean? It feels so awkward to say that because it sounds so narcissistic, arrogant, entitled or um, a show off. But anyway, that's why I decided to do YouTube, because I generally feel like I have the editing. I don't know. I just, I I like editing, and I generally feel like I have the personality for it. But it took a bit time to get to that point. But anyway, I decided to do a podcast, because I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of ideas that I usually just keep to myself, and to just avoid arguments or just people's, other people's opinions, or they're not seeing my point of view and I'm just like, yeah, I, I could not care less. <laughs> I am not one to debate. So that's when I decided to express my thoughts into a one one certain place that if people want to listen to it, they can. If they want to comment into it, they can. And maybe discussions can start from there. But just to actually discuss with someone in person, um, no. <laughs> so let me get into why I decided to call this the No Sin Is Allowed podcast. It's kind of an inside joke where... In high school, a lot of my friends were going to parties and stuff, and they're drinking and doing all this <laughs> sinful things, <laughs> like drinking, smoking, and just bad things in general, right? But I was a kid who, at grade nine, I was still watching Phoenix and Ferb, so I'm just like, why, like, where are you guys getting these drugs from, and why are you so eager to do them? I'm just like, that That could not be me. That's not me. And to explain it to someone over and over and over again, they just wouldn't get it. So I, <laughs> someone's just like, oh, Isaac, you want want to try this drink, right? And I was like, oh, I don't want to get rejected at the gates of hell. I don't sin. And they would bust out laughing. So I was like, oh, okay, you find this funny. I, <laughs> I wasn't being serious, but I'm just like, oh, you find this really funny. So then afterwards, they would just laugh at that and they would totally forget about me not wanting to drink. So then I was like, let me just keep rolling with this so then <laughs> that's why i would just get my no i don't want to sin or no sins allowed in heaven <laughs> so that's where i came up with the whole no sinners allowed title for my podcast it's kind of an inside joke it's kind of stupid but a lot of my friends <laughs> actually find it funny so 
that's what it just snapped in my head and i was like let me call my podcast that because it's kind of like an inside thing you're getting inside my mind you know what i mean <laughs> oh it's so funny and weird but that's my podcast and welcome to the no sins allowed first podcast um anyway so i've chosen some three topics to talk about and then i'm going to get into some today in pop culture stuff and then at the end of my podcast i'm gonna have this segment called the sinner of the week <laughs> where i just find someone doing something stupid or something completely funny or that i find funny and we're just gonna <laughs> low-key roast them um so yeah let's get straight into it so oh my goodness this just happened to me i just came i went to go get a monster because i was like one of my favorite energy drinks at the gas station and oh my goodness this guy always calls me brother and i'm just like you were like, why does this feel quote unquote natural to you? Because you're dealing with a customer who's white in front of you, in front of me, and then who's Asian in front of me. And then when it gets to me, oh, how's your day going, brother? Oh, you want this, brother? Oh, you can tap your card, brother. Do this, brother. Do that, brother. And I'm just like, <sighs> why are you putting up a performance for me? Like, you don't need to act any differently. It makes me feel like I'm on a, a pedestal or a platform or put up for your entertainment, like, go home, go watch some TV, YouTube is a free content service, and get your entertainment through there. Why are you going out of your way to to make me stand out? Like, I'm just a regular customer, and it's so awkward because I work in retail, and I have a lot of customers coming to me, and they're just like, so what's up, brother, or how's your day going, brother? And I'm just like, fine, good could be better like why do you feel like oh a black guy let me speak up and let me try to relate to him and it just makes you feel like you're not a regular person because they are seeing you as clear entertainment and they all due respect they might not think that way but that's how it feels and every time i make it um very clear and i show my frustration or discomfort but no they still keep calling me brother and it's just so annoying because they want you to do that back to them or they want to feel like you're including them in some type of club. Sorry, this is so cool. That's why my hands are shaking. Um, and that's why it's so frustrating because they want me to, like if I'm just having like just a, a chill day or just like a in type, in a, like a mood, I don't have to put up a performance for you. It's like, no, that's not what I'm here for. I'm trying to buy a service. I'm trying to service you, not in a sinful way. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's just what bugs me. Um, that's always bugged me, but just recently, because I've been going to the gas station to get Monster for my energy drink, because at the grocery store, they raise the price for them, and I'm like, um, I ain't paying for that, but I do need the energy. So that's just been bugging me, because I keep facing that every time I go there, and I'm just like, why? <laughs> it's so frustrating um another thing that frustrates me is oh my goodness and it, it this always bugs me is toxic masculinity and you're wondering why am i talking about this me a male talking about this because it bothers me so much because i'm quote unquote a part of them oh so if you don't know me I love Lara Croft. I love Triss. Lara Croft from Tomb Raider, Triss from Divergent. I love Emma Swan from Once Upon a Time. A lot of my heroes are female characters, and I'm not looking at them like, oh, who are my favorite male characters? Who are my favorite female characters? These are just my favorite characters. Their stories and their strength 
and their courage that's taught me so many lessons that I cannot thank the writers and the people who portray the characters enough. But it just bothers me because when I'm trying to talk about my favorite things, a lot of people are like, oh, you only like Tomb Raider because she's hot. Or, oh, because of her boobs and this and that. And I'm like, um, no, because she got stabbed in the abdominal. <laughs> abdominum, is that right? She got stabbed in her abs, and this girl still continued on through her adventure trying to rescue her friends. So, no, I don't find Lara Croft attractive. And it shocks me that people actually, um, people find that so shocking that I don't find her attractive. Like, she's made of polygons. Wouldn't it be weird if I found a three-dimensional character attractive? Like, that's just so weird to me. Like, every time I see her on a video game cover, she's always doing these iconic poses where it just looks like there's, like, she's trying to keep pushing herself even though she wouldn't want to do this if she didn't, if she had another choice, right? So that's why I find inspirational about her. And I'm not looking at her for her looks. Like, when I'm playing as her, I'm playing a strong character who just keeps persevering and that has taught me so many lessons that I keep using today I'm like if I can if Lara Croft can survive shipwrecked on an island I can do my schoolwork <laughs> and it bothers me because I have so many friend groups who who think that way like I remember when the Tomb Raider reboot 2013 was coming out I was like oh I said to my friend I was like are you excited for the new Tomb Raider game and he's like no it feels weird uh it would feel weird playing as a girl and I was like okay I don't feel the same way I was like but what's your favorite video game and he's like Uncharted and I was like so um just in case you didn't know Tomb Raider came around before Uncharted and if Tomb Raider didn't exist Nathan Drake wouldn't exist and I play as both so I'm not just like I'm, I'm just so like flabbergasted like it would play it would be weird to play as a girl when the whole time you're looking at her back and if anything wouldn't you want to look at her butt it's just so weird <laughs> that's what straight up what it is it's weird it's just like wow so you're gonna really mess out on this amazing character driven fantastic adventurous story because it's weird to play as a girl and it's it always stems down to their their, their looks and it's such it's so annoying because it just ruins the conversation because you can't talk to to them because that is all their their focused on and um they're so taken aback that you are not thinking the same way as them that it just ruins the whole experience of this conversation like i remember when i was talking to these new guys that i just met we were doing something downtown and i was like oh i love reading i love um divergent that's my favorite book i love the character tris and like oh who wrote that book and i was like veronica roth and they're like what does she look like so i showed the picture and they're like oh you're only reading it because she's hot and i was like <laughs> what i was like first of all i didn't know what she looked like till after i read this book <laughs> as soon as i got to the end of the page i was like oh that's what she looks like and last time i checked that's not how reading works you don't read a book because someone looks hot you read the book because of the words on the page you read the book because of what it it means to you and what you're seeing in your head and i'm just like wow wow, you guys are really one-dimensional thinkers. And it just, it shocks me so much because once upon a time, I've seen the show twice over. Emma Swan is a character that's in my heart. I met the actress. And to just 
dismiss everything that the character has done, the triumphs that the character has overcome, and the way that the actor has has portrayed the character just for her looks, I could never. I could never. And it bothers me so much because it just, like, you're missing out on such an amazing story. And not only that, is that you're criticizing me for liking the story because I'm not interested in her looks. Like, at the end of the day, anybody could play these characters. It's just the story is what I'm interested in. And, ugh, I just, I just can't get past that. Every time I'm just like, you know what? Sips tea. <laughs> That's how you think. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yo, let's talk about what happened in pop culture in the recent week. Okay, so Drake calls out the Grammys during his acceptance speech. And here's what he had to say. He said, I want to take this opportunity while I'm up here just to talk to all the kids that are watching this, aspiring to do music. All my peers that make music from their heart, that do things pure and tell the truth, I want to let you know we're playing an opinion-based sport, not factual-based sport. So it's not the NBA where at the end of the year, you're holding a trophy because you made the right decisions or won the games. And I don't really like, I'm not so much of a Drake fan just because like, (laughs) if you live in Toronto, you're bound to hear him. Even if you don't purposely play him, people are blaring his music so much. So I'm just like, when I hear his music, I'll hear his music. But he's, he speaks facts here, man. When you look at Beyonce and Rihanna from the Grammys of 2017, you're telling me Lemonade did not win album of the year period. (laughs) Adele won. Great songs, great album. But even Adele was like, um, did you not see Lemonade? A visual album? We got a damn movie. Has Adele done a movie? I didn't think so. (laughs) So it's so true because you can't really determine your worth and your work by awards, especially that if Lemonade did not win album of the year, why are you upset that you didn't get this mark on your assignment? Or why are you upset that you don't have this amount of followers? So that's a good lesson to take in. <laughs> and um, Rihanna, oh, geez. Rihanna came there at the Grammys just like, hey, I'm here for some fun. She bought a whole flask and everything. <laughs> so, yeah, that just really, that just spoke to me because you can't really determine your worth by other people's um awards or how they look at things and that really like you really have to keep reminding yourself about that because you can get lost in the follower game or the engagement ratings or whatnot you just got to make sure that you're doing content that you like content that makes you happy and generally just keeping to yourself as like not changing your yourself and your image for views awards and stuff like that um, oh my goodness, Ariana's album! <laughs> Yo, that album is wicked! My favorite songs from that album would be NASA, N-A-S-A. I, I feel like she needs to say that a bit more. I love that part. Um, on top, off the top of my head, Seven Rings, of course, and Break Up With Your Girlfriend. <laughs> Yo, that is a good track right there. Um... That's what I want to talk about based on music and pop culture. Let me just check my notes here because um, I planned them out, but it's kind of all over the place because I don't know how to like completely segue into them. But hey, this is the first episode, so we're learning. 
uh, Will Smith as the genie. Everyone knew that he was going to be genie for a long time. But now we're actually seeing the the blue face. <laughs> His blue face and what it actually looks like. And okay. At first, it looked a bit weird just because you have this big body with this kind of medium-sized shaped head. And you're just like, okay. At, at the same time, I've never seen Will Smith bald before. So at first, it looked weird. But on like my second viewing of the trailer, I was like, you know what? This is, this is actually really good. It looks really good. And damn, Will Smith is 50 years old. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I swear, there are some people, like some celebrities, where you just don't know their age. You're just like, yeah. Like, Sandra Bullock? Oh my, is she? Wait, hey Siri, how old is Sandra Bullock? Where is she? How old is Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock is 54. 54? This <laughs> Sandra Bullock. How is she 54? I don't understand. I just was thinking of that because I watched Bird Box when it came out. Don't even get me started on the Bird Box memes. Those are hilarious. <laughs> anyway, back to Will Smith. Um, a lot of people are straight out comparing him to Robin Williams, where it's like, I get that because Robin Williams made the role of Genie iconic, but at the same time, it's like, Robin Williams is not around anymore. And if he was, you you know, you know that the role would have been given to him if he wanted it. So... Like you can't compare someone who someone to someone else who would who would never get the chance to do the role. It's not like they didn't give it to Robin Williams. He can't take it. Ugh. And it just sucks because it's like you're going to step into someone else's shoes who can't, like can't even help you out here. So it's just all left on to you to like do the role justice, but at the same time people are still going to look at it and compare it. I don't compare um Robin Williams to uh, Will Smith. I won't even when I go see the movie because you can't. And it's nice because what um, Will Smith said here, he said, whenever you're doing things that are iconic, it's always terrifying. The question is always where was there <laughs> where was there meat left on the bone? Robin didn't leave a lot of meat on the bone with the character. I started to feel confident that I could deliver something that was an homage to Robin Williams, but um, but was musically different. Just the flavor of the character would be different enough and unique enough that it would be a different lane versus trying to compete, which totally, totally, totally makes sense. Because when you look at an actor like Robin Williams, how, how do you go and go and play one of his roles? Because he did it to his fullest and the role of Genie is iconic. Like nobody, there's nobody who doesn't know Genie. Like that role is just Robin Williams. And it sucks because there's not enough meat left on there to, to try to bite off of. You know what I mean? <laughs> so good luck to Will Smith and people. Come on. You can't, you can't compare someone to, it's like comparing um, a performance to Beyonce's performance. <laughs> Beyonce Trump's. <laughs> anyway, let's keep moving on. Um, episode nine, yo, that is my movie of the year. You guys already know I love Star Wars. If you don't, I love Star Wars. So episode nine is my favorite movie, um, of the year. I'm already calling that out because I love, love, love Star Wars. And there has been leaks, you guys. There's been leaks and the cosplayers, <laughs> trust me, I'm a cosplayer. So I know we are like, yes, because... Poe's outfit and Ray's outfit and Kylo's outfit, they look dope. I mean, Ray's kind of looks similar to 
her previous outfits. But I mean, that just might be her style. Um, but as well, these are leaks, so we don't know if her outfit changes later on. And my camera is about to die. Um, so I'm going to switch the SIM card, not the SIM card, the memory card, and then I'll be right back. But we were talking about Poe, weren't we? Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, there's a little interruption just because my memory card can only allow me to record up to like 22 minutes at a time or 20 minutes. It's weird. I got to get a new memory card. However, we're learning here. First episode. <laughs> Hashtag first episode. <laughs> um, we were talking about Poe, uh, Kylo and Ray. Um, Kylo, wait, we were talking about Poe. Yeah. So Poe's, it looks really, really good. It makes me want to cosplay Poe because it this reminds me of Nathan Drake. It's called Adventurer Poe. Um, it just looks really cool. And I'm so excited because my friend does an amazing Poe, Dameron. And I know he's going to be excited to do this. So I'm just so excited for episode nine. Like, I can't even. I'm going to Star Wars Celebration in April and just be surrounded by countless Star Wars fans watching things for the first time. Like, the trailer and watching interviews. Oh, I'm already getting chills right now. Like, I keep talking to you about it. And I'm just like, I can't believe it. At the same time, it's going to be my first time um, traveling um, on my own, which I'm so excited about because um i'm an adult ah! <laughs> oh that's gonna be so crazy and cool um so i'm just so hyped for episode nine like this is a star wars year for me oh my goodness i also want to go to star wars galaxy's edge which opens in the fall for disney world i think it opens in disneyland in the summer which um or vice versa i, I don't know the details right now but either way, I would love, love, love to go to that. Can you imagine riding the Millennium Falcon being Han Solo? Oh, chills. Chills. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, And I wonder if they're saving stuff for um, Star Wars Celebration in April to show us. Because we don't have a trailer just yet. Like, we already got a... Avengers Endgame trailer, which makes sense because the movie is actually coming out in April and also Captain Marvel's coming out in March. So they got to start that promotion, especially that we've been seeing leaks for um, the toys and stuff. So it's just showing them in their costumes. So they're like, we got to, you know, get this train moving. Um, so I, I don't know when we'll see episode nine stuff. I, I think it has to be April because like that's like where you're having everyone's attention on Star Wars. Everyone is going to be there. So it's just like, surprise us. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I have to stop talking about this because I am just chilling. I am just chilling. Oh my goodness. Um, Another thing I'm having here in my notes is oh, some nasty things. Some nasty things going on here. I was scrolling on Twitter when I should have gone to bed. <laughs> and... There's, cause I'm a cosplayer, so I'm into this. Like, like I have to know, like, what's going on here. This one guy, who is a photographer in the cosplay community, he's been putting a spy cam in the change room for girls, and I'm just like, oh, are you, are you serious? Like, I'm not shocked that things like this happen because I mean, anything happens. But wow, can you like, can you do? imagine like you're gonna go like it sucks and it's so stupid because all you're there to do is just have fun you're there to show your love for your fandom and you want to just take pictures of you in your costume and someone's putting a spy cam in the change room something that you paid to do oh my goodness like i was just 
so shocked and disgusted. Um, let me let me read you, let me read to you what is going on here because let me get the guy's name here. So the guy's name is Michael Benedict, and I think he's in LA. And he so this was on Twitter, and it looks like it's a screenshot of um, a Facebook message, and it says, "Hey guys, I just wanted to make a statement and man up to my mistakes." First of all, disgusting. So I indeed owned the spy cam that was found at blank shoot. I'm so sorry for being that creep. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Being that creep, you're just disgusting in general. I don't know if there's anything I can do to make up for this. (laughs) No, there probably isn't. Damn straight. What I did was totally inexcusable. I'm just sorry for violating your trust and privacy. Disgusting. That's my voice right there. Disgusting. I can only ask for forgiveness at this point. From who? Because if that was me, the last thing you would get from me is forgiveness. Are you? Are, are, no, this guy's not right. As such, I don't think there's any going back to the past. No, nope, nope, nope. But I want to say that I'm grateful for all your friendship and camaraderie. The friendship that we had was indeed real. And I support all of you guys for the, your endeavor and artistry. <laughs> you support, if you support these people, you wouldn't record them changing. Are you kidding me? However, I do understand that this is a huge betrayal of trust. And it's probably best that I leave the community and photography. I will leave my profiles up for the next few days for any messages that you'll want to send. This is not even done. This is not even done. But I just want to give my two cents right here. I do understand that this is a huge betrayal of trust. Do you really understand? Because when did you understand that this was a huge betrayal of trust? When you hid the camera and when you recorded it and then when you took back the camera and you watched. Oh, this feels so nasty. And when you watched it back. Oh, so because it's a screenshot, you can see what the other person said back to him. And the person is like, are you serious? There is. 300-ish videos on that spy cam you slipped under the change room. That's not manning up. Manning up is turning yourself into the cops. Straight up. I watched my own video of me changing. That is so sick. It made me sick, yet yeah, to know that I would never be able to trust people the way I used to. Can you imagine? Like, it just sucks so much that there you can... You, you could target and you can... I don't even know the right word right now, but you can just target people who are just going to cons and conventions for fun. Like, are you kidding me? The people, people are going there to have fun and show their, their love for their fandom. That is just ridiculous. And there's more of this too. So I guess they were trying to get like a whole group case together so that they can get like all their cases built up so that one lawyer could just be like, there's proof here. This person complaining here. This person has this right to this complaint as well um so i guess they're going to the authority soon and it is just so sickening like you're being filmed without your consent and you've watched yourself change oh my goodness i could not i could not my heart goes out to the people who who do not feel safe going to get pictures of themselves just having fun that is ridiculous like my god i personally have not done any like professional shoots 
But like, can you imagine like you're so excited and you're so amped because you're going to actually get professional pictures taken of you in the costume that you've worked so hard to make or you're in the fandom that means the most to you. Like, <laughs> what? I can't even. That is just sickening. So I, I don't know what to say beyond it's just disgusting because that is just disgusting. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. Um... I've seen a lot of people say messages like, if you ever are feeling unsafe at conventions, totally come up to me and talk to me and um, I will like pretend to be your friend for like the minute or or how long it takes because it's just, it's just sickening. Like I cannot even imagine. Like I love so many fandoms, Tomb Raider, Tron, Divergent, Hunger Games, Star Wars, and to not feel comfortable or to have a bad experience trying to tarnish that image or the way that you feel about that, I, I could not. And I just, my heart just goes out to those people. I could not have, I could not imagine that. Like, I love all my fandoms <laughs> tremendously. And to have something ruin that experience, it just hurts. That really hurts. Um, Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. But to end on a brighter note, <laughs> let's go to my Sinner of the Week segment. In the name of Jesus! So, drumroll please, today's, this week's Sinner of the Week goes to my friend Jeanette. <laughs> She's going to hate me so much if she hears this because she doesn't like chocolate. And I was just thinking about this driving home because I was just like, yo, I could do for some Cadbury, some... Oh, Henry right now. And the fact that she does not like chocolate, I'm like, girl, what is wrong with you? And the reason why I know this is because we're friends. And she told me that before and I was I was taken back. But I got her a birthday cake with, <laughs> this is like going into like inside jokes. I got her a birthday cake that had her, her album release on it because she poses like on her Instagram, like she's about to drop the hottest mixtape you've ever seen. So I put that and I put like the parental discretion advisory thing on it so it made it look like an album release party and dummy got a chocolate cake and she's like oh my god this is so sweet this is so cute but i don't like chocolate and i was like oh my goodness of course you don't like chocolate after all this effort but girl what is wrong with you why don't you like chocolate like i, I could not live without chocolate like i'm going on i'm going to like the gym and i have like my own like regimen and stuff like that Oh my goodness, I miss chocolate. Like, I have chocolate shakes, like protein shakes. That does not do it. I go to the gas station, I'm just like, mouth-watering for some Cadbury. Or if I'm on break, I'm just like, yo, I could do with a nice... Oh, Henry, <laughs> I am such a chocolate fiend. Um, So that is the center of the week, because, girl, you are out of your mind, to not like chocolate. Like, what bad experience did you have with chocolate? Like, please let me know. You must have had a traumatic experience with chocolate because chocolate tastes good, period. Period. You can't say it tastes bad. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for joining my first podcast, hashtag episode one of the No Sin Is Loud podcast. Stay tuned for some more. I'm going to try to do these every week. I'm also going to try to get them onto the podcast store on iTunes. And if you guys want to see more of this face, if you're watching it, or of this lovely voice, if you're listening to this, check out my Instagram, check out my YouTube channel. I will leave the links in the description below, or you can just go to youtube.com slash Isaac McCallum because I have my own app slash, <laughs> or you can go to my Instagram at Isaac McCallum, I-S-I-K-M-C-C-A-L-L-U-M. 
for more of my dumb shenanigans. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. And I will see you next week. And make sure not to sin between now and then. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. Peace.